0: hi it's aubrey welcome to be the evidence podcast with myself and susan grace we are really grateful that you are here and we're really grateful for everybody that listens in susan and i are preparing for our 100th episode and it's kind of a wow we started the podcast in under a year ago now and had no idea how it would grow, how many people we would reach, how many people would comment and share and respond the way that they are to consciousness, to awareness, to real talk of what it feels like to go through shifting energies in real time and to try to describe it from a place of being a human. So thank you for participating and showing up. It's really an amazing testament to our willingness to be the evidence and your willingness to receive it. We're really grateful. In honor of that, we are launching some big surprises with the 100th episode, which will be happening in just a matter of weeks. So we're going to be running some big specials. We ran a big special a couple weeks ago for everyone to... Get some some sales on doing booking us for a duo reading, and in those duo readings, Susan and I blend in your astrology chart with my intuitive downloads, and it's magic. I mean, like that's my fingers are in match in spirit fingers right now. That's truly what it is. It is magic unfolding when you get us in a reading together. So there will be something around readings that happens around our hundredth episode. We also are um, launching some surprise classes, courses, unfoldings, whatever you want to call them. Um, that will be really special for people that are a part of the Be the Evidence community. They will gain they will gain free access to them immediately, um, and that's. Uh, definitely a perk of joining be the evidence.live. On top of that perk of like celebrating the hundredth episode with balloons and shiny things, uh, we also have like in be the evidence.live, it's amazing. You get text messages of astrological changes as they're happening, of things to like keep in mind as the energies start to unfold. It's truly one of Susan's most powerful gifts, uh, and she's got a whole hell of a lot of them. Uh, And within the The BeTheEvidence.live community, there is access to live calls. There's pop-ups that you get access to. There is an actual community of other people that are also walking their talk and showing up in real life. What does that mean to become more deeply embedded in who I would like to be and participate in the world I would like to create? That's a beautiful thing to witness, other people doing it as well. It sure as hell gives me motivation to continue on my own path. So if that's something that's of interest to you, to you um, know that there's going to be some specials coming up in the next couple of weeks to uh, support you and entice you into the Be the BeTheEvidence.live membership site. Um, otherwise, please know that your responses, your comments, your likes, your shares, your emails – your response text messages, they mean the world to us. They really are changing how we view and how we participate in the world. And if there are things that arise for you from listening to this podcast that you would like to see us add, please shoot us a message. We would really love to hear from you. It's truly an honor and a deep gift to be able to be of service in this way. saw um, geese walking down the middle of a railroad track and I was like yeah that feels about right like nothing quite (laughs) makes sense (laughs) yeah that image (laughs) love it (laughs) what is happening pretty much like do you know where you're going (laughs) (laughs) yeah it does
1: feel that way Mm-hmm. And it's starting to feel that way between masculine and feminine or men and women too. Mm-hmm. Like Venus has clicked into Taurus. When this goes up, Mars will have clicked into Cancer. Um, that has masculine and feminine and for the most part, men and women, but it depends on how much masculine and feminine you carry within yourself are on very different territories. Mm-hmm. Venus is receiving a whole lot of self-worth and manifestation and the best that life has to offer and feeling like you know deserving. Right. Yeah. And the masculine's kind of taking a hit, going, probably probably it's gonna start feel feeling insecure. And I don't really know if those are conversations the two can have together. It's in a sextile. So they're they're probably gonna be talking to each other, but they're be, they're gonna be coming from different perspectives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you house it within yourself, it may feel like, Oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. But but at the same time, you're like, well, I'm going to do it anyway.
0: It feels very disjointed to me. Um, like I was, I put a post up yesterday about like just feeling like multidimensional and not necessarily knowing what dimension that I'm existing in right now. Like there, there's like this contrast, right. And it's not like necessarily a budding of heads, but it's, contrast where it's like just not lining up like the puzzle pieces are not folding together Mm -hmm. they're wanting to but they're not folding together right and so it's that for me it's like the discomfort of being in limbo of like I'm trying to communicate something and I'm wanting to stand up for myself um and I'm also not fully receiving it or being received right like it's like that piece where it's just disjointed that's the only word that i can possibly use
1: right so moon is in libra it's when this goes up it'll be squaring into the nodes north node and cancer and south node saturn retrograde pluto retrograde and capricorn those same capricorn placements are trining into sun and mercury and taurus it's like the 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 libra square it's a cardinal t square um it's things aren't fair. They're just not fair. Mm -hmm. And I want them to be. At the same time, you want to experience new things, but you don't have any backup from what you've seen so far. So it's like trying to go in a new direction based on what you want, based on um, um, expressing beauty and harmony and flow, and has you factored into the equation, not just fair for everybody else, but fair for you too. But nobody's giving you permission. Right. In fact, they might outright argue with you. What's established so far are people who are not choosing to go out on their own might tell you, sit down. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? And, and man, this is where we live now. We have to start going. I'm not asking for permission. This is what I'm doing. Cause I own my life.
0: Mm. Yeah. So the calling on that, like that, that's hard. I, I struggle with that position of like, this is what I'm doing because I own my life, especially coming from, out of um, a people-pleasing mentality, a codependent mentality, an empathic mentality, where I'm so used to um, taking on other people's stuff and making sure that they're okay. Like That piece of how do you remember that it is not about other people, that you get to fully own your life. I told you off mic that I'm reading this, New, amazing book. Um, and there's several stories about women who have owned their lives. And I went to bed one night and I thought, I have to write their names down on my arms because that's the only way I will remember like, to own my life, to own that I am not responsible for making sure other people approve of my decisions. I'm responsible for approving of my own decisions because they are in my truth. They are in my integrity. It's said, "Peace." like how do you... What do you personally do to like call on that power when you're used to giving it away? Well, first of all, I recognize that
1: never got me anywhere. I'm just treading water. If I'm constantly making other people happy, it, they're never going to be happy. Never. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to be in lack. Yep. I'm also starting to embrace that I can't be responsible for everyone else's well-being, state of mind, emotions, whether or not they want to engage in their own healing, whether or not they want to engage in building new worlds. I, I can't I can't convince people, I can't drag them along, I can't do anything. People have to choose their own lives. Now, therefore I get to choose mine too.
0: Right.
1: I mean it's really important to keep in mind that life applies to you too, not everyone else except you. If everyone has a choice as to whether or not they're going to engage in their own healing, engage in their own lives, engage in their own emergence into liberation of, of the individual itself, then you've got a choice too. And asking for permission from people, they're, most of the time they're going to say no, especially yeah. people who aren't making that choice for themselves because they're very uncomfortable watching you make a choice they don't want to make because it's too scary. And the people who are telling you no, or the people who are judging you, or the people who aren't backing you up, or the people who aren't willing to step up too, are they going to come pay your bills? Are they going to come fix your relationship? Are they going to come put hot compresses on your forehead when you're having a nervous breakdown? I don't think so. They're not going. You got to rely on you and you. Mm-hmm. You have to. Venus and Taurus is, is especially at Uranus is asking us to open up to receiving the best that life has to offer, and Mars and Cancer is you got to take care of yourself and stand up for your own vulnerability or you're not going to do anything at all.
0: Oh, that piece about standing up for your own vulnerability. I mean, I think that's, it's so interesting to me, right? That like for so long I had that storyline of, Oh, well, if they would just choose, it's like the law of potentiality, right? Like, Oh, you have the potential to choose your own healing. You do that. And then, somehow in my mind i had equated that like that helps me choose my own healing right like by helping another person choose theirs then i will be more apt and free to choosing my own which is not true at all nope nope (laughs) (laughs) it's like asking the reflection to change first before you change right and then so now it's like also that piece of like well the more i own my vulnerability one i can tell how uncomfortable it makes other people Like you can, you get that real quickly of like, oh, being really rawly vulnerable about being a human creates a lot of discomfort. Not only that you're housing and speaking about it, but other people witnessing it. Like, whoa, a little bit goes a long way there. But I also like, when I think about the Uranus piece of like building new worlds, I'm like, yeah, I would like to have a new world where we actually lean into vulnerability collectively where like, it's no more of this masquerade of everything's perfect, I'm fine, I'm choosing my healing, but it's all behind closed doors of no, like sometimes it's really fucking hard and other times like I'm able to watch butterflies and that's joyful expression of the magic that exists in the world in its constant waves, right? Like it's, not, it's ongoing unfoldingness.
1: I've caught myself lately and there's a reason it's been announced that they're going to start testing flying cars in Shanghai and in Dallas. And I live in Dallas. Okay. And which I find interesting since I've been trying to tell people the whole world is going to change in ways that you don't understand right now. Right. And it's going to, one of the cities is my, is the city where I live. I love that. Like that's juicy to me. Yeah. (laughs) And so I, I've been walking home from um, dropping my son off at school and I live on six lanes of traffic. And so I'm watching all the cars go down the street and I can see it. I can see all of these cars are going to go the way of the horse and buggy. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine living in the time of the horse and buggy and those fell away and we got into cars? Don't you know that was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh my God. That can happen about everything. Mm -hmm. It can happen about your own sense of living in a meditative state at all times. It can happen in the way that you live organically in the work that you do and you're not mechanized anymore. It can happen in the way that we grow our food where all of a sudden we look up when we're all 70 years old going, holy shit, I can't believe how much things have changed because they're going to. Mm -hmm. They're going to. And do you want to participate in that? I do. I don't want to sit back and go, what is happening right now? I want to be in it going, I'll show you. I'll show you exactly what's happening. Here we go. Mm Mm-hmm that's exciting. But you got to heal yourself up to it. Mm -hmm. You got to get yourself out of distress. you got to get yourself away from asking for permission. You've got to get yourself out from under people who have a vested interest in controlling you telling you no. To be able to see, no, you're telling me no, because I'm being used for my labor and my consumption. I think there's a better way. I'm going to go over here. And you'll find that there are more people over there saying the same thing. And we're building webs right now. But you gotta get over your own stuff. And I don't mean get over it, act like it never happened. I mean, for a lot of us, we're gonna be healing the rest of our lives. Some of us have been through traumas that we will be healing for the rest of our lives. But that also affords us a great deal of compassion and wisdom that we would not have otherwise. We can still heal and participate in the new at the same time.
0: I think that's the piece though, is like the participation um my son goes climbing he is part of like a rock climbing camp and I know I do too I'm like yeah (laughs) climb that mountain love it uh so we were at his climbing camp yesterday and I was talking it's the participation piece right like how often do you walk on the side of the street in your you somebody's approaching you and your eyes go down right? You avoid comp- you avoid contact in whatever case, or you're at a gym with your kid and then there's all these other parents. And all of a sudden we have our phones out rather than, I don't know, talking to the people that are right next to us on the bleachers, right? Like that sort of thing. We get really comfortable in it. And it's that piece, that piece about participation. And this woman, I was like, there, I could tell there was some sort of energy there. And I started talking to her and it ends up that like we're going, we've gone to the same university, which is a very small university, right? And like we're both into like, the spiritual field. And then like, we're talking, I'm like, what's interesting to me is that, that participation of how inherent it is that we shut down, that we close off, that we are stay in our own lane, because that's what has become safe, especially when we have systematically gone through trials and lots of traumas over and over and over again, right? we all have our own healing to do. And that does not go away. I I agree with you, I think we're all gonna be doing healing until the day that we transcend this physical plane, right? But there's also that piece about participation of shifting your gaze upward, of making eye contact, of opening your mouth and saying, hi, how are you today? And actually inquiring about the vulnerability of a person and being received in that, right? there's something about that like willingness to participate because for me I'm like that's the world that I want to exist in that's the world that I want to create is all of the humanity and tribe being willing to participate in that unfolding not shying away from it because it's uncomfortable not shying away from it because it requires too much of you not shying away from it because you don't think that you know enough or that you haven't healed enough, right? Like that there's a willingness of like, no, I'm great just where I'm at. Flawed and everything. Coming out of trauma or not coming out of trauma. I am perfect exactly how I am. And I have something to offer and I will lean forward and I will participate because there are other people that are asking for it and need it just as much as I do.
1: Yeah. You're not the only one. If it's happening to you, it's happening to somebody else. I guarantee it. It's, it's North Node and Cancer of opening up to our vulnerability. I mean, we're healing our humanness. When we're tied to our phones, when we're tied to our computers, when we're tied into, I don't know, video games, when we're tied into the mechaniz- mechanization of the workforce and being like, and this is all I do, yep. then we lose our humanness. We're trying to heal that. That's been happening to me lately where I people have been engaging with me in human ways unexpectedly. I'm like, well, what? Yep. <laughs> I mean, like walking my son to school, to happened this morning where a guy and his son walked past on the, at a cross, the light at a crosswalk and they go, good morning. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, good morning. <laughs> I was in the grocery store yesterday and I had, I uh, fractured my foot. And so I'm in a walking boot and I was in the grocery store reaching for something off the shelf and someone who worked there, a woman who worked there walked by and she goes, did that hurt? And I thought she meant me reaching for the soap, but then I realized she was paying attention to me. I have a Mm -hmm. walking boot on and I stopped for a second. I'm like, I did it first, but I'm getting, I'm getting the hang of it. She goes, good. And I, I sat there for a second going, what just happened? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because we're not used to it anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We're not used to it anymore. Participating in new worlds. is not just about building a new building or coming up with an invention or, you know, writing a book, although all of those are part of it. It's also about creating new worlds, about how we're building, we're rebuilding webs
0: based on our healing, our humanness. And it matters. Yeah. It's like that piece about how how we've become desensitized, right? Um, Mother's Day was this past weekend and I saw my mother and she gave me a bag and I opened up the bag and it was my great-great-grandmother's pie pans, And they have so much residue on them from baking hundreds, if not thousands of pies in their lifetime, right? And my best girlfriend asked me to bake pies for her wedding. And I was sitting at the table yesterday morning with my son and he was like, what, why is it so important to you that you've got these old pie pans? And I was like, because how often do we just go to the grocery store and buy the pie? Right, and we don't know whose hands touched it. We don't have the history of did they pick those berries? How did they sweeten them? Right, like it's it's the new world is about stripping away that those places we've become desensitized, whether it's to food or connecting with a human being and saying like, "Hey, you have something going on with you. Are you okay? Can I help support you?" are you all right? Like, let's just talk. Good morning. I see you. I like, I see you right. i like reconnecting in all of the ways with really ex- fully experiencing what it means to be a human and authentically showing up with brave vulnerability that we've never seen before.
1: Now that we're, we're getting a buildup. We're getting a stellium. It's called a stellium um, in Taurus. Like we, we're going to have Venus, Uranus, Mercury, and sun all in Taurus. Sometimes people associate Taurus with eating an excessive amount of food or really loving materialistic things. That's, that's the lower octave of Taurus. Taurus is about receiving, because Venus, Venus rules Taurus, receiving, and Venus is a receiver, receiving the very best that life has to offer. So it's not just running back from wherever you're going. Take the slow walk and listen to the birds. Right. Be with the trees. Walk through the grass. It's being in nature, it's getting near water. It's about getting the good tea, not the shitty tea. It's about cooking your own meal instead of going through drive-through. It's really being present and, and, and receiving the enrichment of being alive on the surface of the planet. Taurus is the opposite sign of Scorpio. We're about to have a full moon in Scorpio, which we'll talk about in the live call for our members um, this Friday night, it's be the evidence.live. If you're not a member yet, if you'll join there, you'll be able to join and hear us talk about this, but there's going to be a full moon in Scorpio. That's the opposite sign as a double Scorpio. I can fully attest to this. It's about being down in the depths a whole lot. And Scorpio needs Taurus to feel alive. It's the exact opposite. It's receiving the very best that life has to offer being alive on the surface of the planet to balance out, cleaning out all the dark shadows. You're going to feel that at the full moon on Saturday, like, there, man, there's a whole lot of shadow work going on, but there's a whole lot more, four more placements in Taurus saying, yeah, but you're alive. You're alive. And there's real beauty in that.